Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing they're also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, what happens when a figure appears at the end of a child's bed... Late in the night. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802. Or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown. And quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you love the show and you can't get enough of it and you're like, how do I just binge the hell out of this thing without commercials and get every episode ever made? Well, do I have something for you? Uh, Number one, every episode ever made actually equates to the largest audio archive of ghost stories in recorded human history. We have it for you. And you can have access to it. Just go to ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. You'll get access to all of our episodes, literally eight years of them. More ghost stories in one place than any other location ever. So you get all of that. You also get, of course, our uh, uh, advanced episodes of the show, commercial-free, our EPP bonus episodes, brand new ones of that every single week on top of all the regular episodes that you get in advance, all commercial-free. So if you like the show, you want to binge with no ads, that's the best way to do it. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. It's the weekend edition of Real Ghost Stories Online. And uh, with us, of course, Harper. Hi. What's going on, Harp? Well, I just had a cinnamon roll. Oh, and how was the cinnamon roll? It was great. Yeah, that's good. Uh, any uh, any ghosts in the house today while I was uh, in the studio here working? No. No, nothing creepy. That's good. That that I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged that there's nothing creepy going on in the house. Because I had that light that kept turning on and off, and I replaced that thing, and it hasn't done it since. So, <laughs> knock on wood. 
But uh, anyway, uh, we actually had a chance uh, last weekend to go and uh, I put some pictures up at Real Ghost Stories Online on our Facebook page uh, and our Instagram accounts. If you follow us there, you can check these out. But we uh, went for a hike. We've been trying to do a lot of hiking, me and Harp. Uh, so on the weekends, we go and trying to find a new trail. And every once in a while, these trails around here come across um, old homesteads. Now, much, much of the homesteads are are gone or there's part of a barn or part of a building. And we saw a really cool one last week. The whole barn was still up there. And there's uh, this old suitcase in the barn that I really wanted, but we couldn't take it. Yeah, Harp wanted to steal a suitcase from the barn. Uh, <laughs> and it was really kind of neat, too. I really kind of wanted it. And I was kind of amazed that no one else had taken it yet. Um and and then everything runs through my mind like, did somebody already take this and then they just put it back or I don't know, because I mean, you'd think things like this have been a little bit picked over by now. Um, but uh, we uh, we went there and uh, the remnants of this old house were there, a giant chimney, just beautiful, almost kind of looked like a pizza oven um, and probably could be converted into one yeah. should someone want to do that. Um but the the foundation part of the basement uh, was all there. And also the uh, area, there was an area, and I don't know what it was, but it was like a wooden uh, cabin type structure, you know, wood uh, that was coming out of a cliff. And what someone had pointed out to me was they think it might have been their refrigeration area where in the, what you could do, because essentially that would have been covered at one time and not rotting away. Um, but there was that little stream that, came and ran through it from outside of that cliff. And likely what that was, was the water would run through that building underneath it and then refrigerate the interior with the cold water that was coming straight out of that spring in the earth. So prior to refrigerators, that's probably where you would store perishable goods. So that little thing is likely what that little structure was. And we have, we have pictures of all this stuff on our Facebook page at Real Ghost Stories Online. So go ahead and check that out if you want to see them. But it was a neat, neat area. What were your thoughts on, on seeing all of that? It was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Do you like seeing, do you like ruins? Do you like kind of... I love ruins. What's left of things? Yes. I always want to know if they're haunted or not. And, and that, that makes me wonder, too, whether it's haunted or not. I don't even care. I just like seeing the remnants. I feel like you can almost like learn something from it. I don't know what that is, but just seeing places like that, I, I like to, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just, I'm always drawn to it. And I, I like to be able to to kind of, if there's a way to, to you know, restore it or, or not even necessarily restore it, but just, just keep it safe from from it deteriorating further or 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 being damaged by people i let nature do what it wants to do but i i don't like it being damaged by humans because it's it's just you know nature will, will take its course on its own yeah and like some and there were like these really cool like grapevines oh my gosh nice. yeah the throughout this whole trail some of the largest grapevines i've ever seen one that was big enough you were able to like lay down on yeah and like rest like a little like day bed. It was it was almost like a bench, but I was just like <laughs> I'm just chilling on there. It was amazing. Uh, very neat pictures. If you want to check it out, most of that barn is intact, and we got pictures of that, and and of course the what was left of that homestead. Uh, just a neat little thing. If you want to check it out, uh, our Instagram page or Facebook. 
Uh, search Real Ghost Stories online and follow us there. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go into our first story of the day. It says, uh, as soon as I scroll down to the beginning of the story. Okay, here we go. I've experienced multiple different paranormal or unexplainable encounters throughout my life, including experiences that are happening in the home that I currently live in. And I want to talk about each of these experiences. The first experience that I can recall is of a shadow person. I was about five years old. I was walking to the restroom in the middle of the night. Across from the bathroom was my parents' room. On the way to the bathroom, I investigated my parents' room and I saw a shadow person next to my parents' bed, just looking at my parents. I never looked at, it never looked at me, but I ran quickly back to my bedroom that I shared with my brother and I hid under the sheets until I fell back asleep. My next encounter did not happen until I was 11 or 12. During this time, my family and I were living with my family friend and their family. I was taking a nap in one of the spare bedrooms, but I was in and out of consciousness and for some reason having a hard time sleeping. So I opened my eyes and when I did, I saw one of my parents' old friends with whom we had lost contact. She was sitting at the edge of the bed with her back facing me, but she was twisted to where she was turning around and looking. She had a serious look on her face and she said something, but no, no, no noise came out. As soon as I blinked, she was gone. I still do not know what she was trying to tell me, but it seemed urgent. My parents never got back in touch with this person. My next experience happened after my family moved out of our friend's house. We moved into a different town and nothing about this house really seemed off or spooky to me. But every few nights, my bed would shake and it would wake me up. That is the only thing that was kind of weird that happened in that house. After living at this house for a while, my parents were struggling financially and decided to move in with a family who was out of state. This was when things started to escalate for me personally. The household was extremely negative with a lot of fighting, and I feel like that had an impact on these paranormal things that were happening in the house. The first thing that happened to me in this house was when I was lying down in bed and trying to take a nap. I was facing the wall and just could not fall asleep. So I started to turn my body over to look at the clock on my nightstand to check the time. But as soon as I did, I started to turn over a roll over to look at the clock I could see a person in my left peripheral view standing over me with their arms outstretched like they were going to grab me. It seemed like they were trying to scare me on purpose and the only feature I can remember about them was that they had long, wavy, dark blonde hair just like my mother, but it was covering her face. When I initially saw her, I froze. And so did she. Or it. As I slowly rolled over, she moved down to the floor, moving at the same time, and I did so that she was just in my peripheral, peripheral view until I was all the way turned over and looking at the ground. And by this point, she just disappeared. I screamed for my mother and she rushed in and I told her what happened. Shortly after this happened, I had another experience. I was sitting in the computer room playing an online game with my, less propped, my legs propped up. I felt someone grab and yank my big toe. I instantly jumped up and ran to my mom again to tell her what happened. At the time of this house, I was sitting in the living room the place that I was sitting in had a view of the hallway that led to the bedrooms in the home. It's the only, it is uh, only one story. As I was looking down the hallway, I saw what I thought was my Nana, the family member whom we moved in with, walk into the bed, the bathroom in the hallway and go inside. I thought this was weird because she had her own bathroom and never used this one. So I got up, went to the bathroom to ask her, why did she go there? She was using our bathroom but there was no one in the bathroom. Looking back on this memory, 
The figure was a little bit taller than my Nana and had a hunched back, which my Nana did not. On another occasion, I was walking to the restroom in the middle of, our, the, middle of the night and our door handle for the restroom was a long handle, not one of those round doorknobs. But when I reached the doorknob to the restroom to go inside, I noticed the doorknob was twisted down as if someone was holding it down. And then it was released. Besides my usual sleep paralysis, I did not experience anything else that was paranormal until my grandmother passed away. When my grandma passed, it hit me hard because I was living with her at the time. To cope, I would sneak wine into my room at night. So I snuck a bottle of wine at night. And when I was drinking it, I heard two loud knocks on my door, which really scared me because the only other person in my house was my grandfather, who was supposed to be asleep. Thinking it was him, I quickly hid the bottle of wine and checked the door. There was no one there. So I went to my grandfather's room to see if it was him, but he was asleep. I think the knocking was my angry grandmother, who was probably trying to nag me about sneaking alcohol into my room as I was underage. I do have more stories to share specifically about the events that are currently happening, but I feel like I've made this submission long enough so I can share the rest later. Okay. That woman or something, that's really creepy because usually like the average, well, most of the time when I hear, when I hear of ghosts, I hear like with tall shadow people Mm -hmm. or like something that runs at you. Not like something with hair covering your face. Almost, almost very visible, like a like a human. Yeah. Not so much an apparition or a shadow, but very, very vivid. Yeah, and that's very, very creepy to me. It is. Uh, there's been I've had store or uh, pictures submitted to me uh, over the years on the show uh, where I've had to to ask the the person who sent it to me, where is the ghost? in this photo and they're like it's the one person in the picture and they they swear to god there was no one there when they took the picture uh it was just kind of a the the one that really stands out to me was done that one that was taken i believe in the london underground which is the london subway system and uh it's just kind of a picture down a corridor, which would be a really just kind of neat picture by itself. So I get why they took the picture. I always question pictures that look like, why did you even take a picture here? Um, unless you were trying to to get a ghost. But most of the time it's like, I wasn't even trying to catch anything. Well, then why are you taking these random pictures? Um, but this one looked like, oh, this is kind of an art, artistic photographic setup because everything was very even. It was a real pretty shot of some of the the bricks and just kind of the way the things were laid out. And there's an, uh, a figure out in the, the distance. And, and that's what I was questioning. Like, well, yeah, I see a person down there, but where's the ghost? No, that is the ghost. And they're like, there was no one there. And they even, they were right there. There was, it was kind of a dead end to this, this whole area they were taking the picture on. And it just, it creeped me out because I'm like, well, I swear to God, that is a very, it looks like a person. There's not, no question. It did not look ghostly. You could put that picture in front of anybody and no one's going to say, where's the ghost? They're just going to think it's a picture of a person that happens to be there. And that's kind of scary when, when they realize it's a ghost and they're that vivid. It'd be like if you or me just suddenly disappeared. Yeah. It's like, I didn't see you get up or walk. Yeah. I didn't see you like, jump down from the seat even though it's not that high up just like slip down 
That makes me wonder a little bit about how often do we encounter ghosts and we don't even know it because they're around us and we just happen to not notice that they're ghosts, especially in uh, well-traveled areas uh, back, you know, pre-COVID when you'd go to the mall or amusement parks or things like that with a lot of people at them. How often, you know, just in the crowd, it'd be a great place to blend in if you're a ghost and you don't want to be seen or you don't want to be noticed, if you will. Or you just want to haunt some things and then just steal a teddy bear from Build-A-Bear. I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. You know, (laughs) I would love to haunt a mall. (laughs) I would haunt that mall and I would steal candy, teddy bears and other toys and screw around with people. Because that is the way I am. And then eventually, like, this Cinnabon is really haunted. Pretzels keep disappearing. (laughs) I love pretzels. (laughs) Well, hopefully at the end of this uh, whole pandemic thing. And we don't die. We can find a, a, a mall that still exists. It may happen. We'll just have to see. That'd be so cool if if we could actually see a mall that still exists. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully someday. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go uh, over here to a caller and hear a ghost story. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, everyone. Uh, Hopefully my stories are not too long and, uh, so I live here in Southern California. Um, with I used to live with my parents. Um, my girlfriend and I, uh, we decided to have a baby. She ended up moving in with us. Um, to this day, I think my parents' house, there's something going on. Um, one day, we were, my parents ended up leaving to, to Mexico. And they, they decided to go driving. So I helped them put their luggage away and everything. So a little backstory to this is... Uh, they would always, since my, my, my son would always wake up at five in the morning, six in the morning. And throughout the night, he would wake up every other hour or every two hours or so. We would, me and my wife would be dead tired. So by five, six in the morning, we couldn't get up with them. And so my parents or my brothers would come and they would knock on our door. You know, the regular knock one or two, hey, can I come in? Or three knocks, can I come in? And so me being uh, half asleep, all I would say is like, yes, come in. And so they already knew to walk in. And go to my son's crib and get him and take him, right? So by this, uh, they decided to drive off to Mexico. I helped them put the luggage away. And so that same night, or actually that following morning, uh, we were asleep. My son was still asleep. And I hear three knocks on the on the inside door because we had two doors. One that would lead to the backyard and that one another one that would lead to the inside of the house. And I heard... Three knocks, one, two, three, knock, knock, knock. Um, I woke up and the first thing that came to my head was, okay, they're trying, someone's trying to come in. My family's trying to come in. So all I said was, come in. My wife wakes up and she reminds me, no one's home. I, to this day, I get goosebumps. Um, I don't know what happened. I, don't, I, I try to play every scenario possible scenario maybe it was, it was a dog he hit something i don't know i don't know not the following day but by the second day again they knocked on the inside door 
the, the door that leads to to the inside of the house. Like I said, we try to think of every possible scenario, but to this day, we don't find an answer. Another thing, my parents' house is on an elevated floor, so not not like the uh, regular houses where all the plumbing is on the on the underneath the uh, concrete slab. No, my parents is on a on a wooden floor, right? So every step that you take, um, you could hear it since it's an old house. And my room is on a concrete slab, so you have to take two steps down to go to my room. So every other night we would hear someone walking by the kitchen, walking by the living room, and then they would take the two steps and then walk a few more steps to our to the to the door and just stand there. I would wait for someone trying to open a door but nothing. And and mind you there was no one home. So when my son was born and not even at two years old, uh, doctors told us he was going to be a vegetable baby. He has right now he has cerebral palsy and and developmental delay and a few other things I'm not going to get into. So they told us he's not going to be able to walk. He's not going to be able to crawl. He's not going to be able to do anything a normal kid is going to be able to. So with that in mind, he would wake up every um, every hour, every two hours. We would feed him or whatever he he needed. Right. So one night I, I wake up and I grab him with my left hand and I bottle feed him with my right hand. Being really tired, what I did is I laid on my bed and I moved closer to the middle of the bed so that and, and I put myself in a beetle position. And so, like I said, with my left hand, I had my son and then with my right hand, I had the bottle and his legs were touching my legs since I was in a beetle position knowing that it was impossible for him to roll over to the left and there was enough room for him to to lay there but like i said it was impossible for him to roll over or even worse um for him to crawl over me i would feel him i would literally feel him if he were to crawl over me or or move um but again it was physically impossible for him to move he didn't he couldn't so being so tired i I knocked out, I fell asleep. And the thing that woke me up afterwards, I don't know if it was a few hours or a few minutes, what woke me up was my son crying. Me and my wife woke up and she asked me, where is he? So I wake up, I open my eyes and my arms were empty, but I was still in a position where thinking I still had him with me. My right hand was still trying to bottle feed him, but there was no nothing there. I stretched my legs and he was on the opposite side of the bed with his head hanging off the bed about to fall. So I just grabbed him from the from his feet and dragged him over to my side. Like I said, it was it's it was physically impossible at the time for him to be to be on that side. Again, I try to think every reasonable explanation. It could have been me being so tired that I left him there, but I mean I couldn't be that irresponsible to to put him there. I I run and run scenarios and, and I don't honestly I can't find an answer to it. Another thing that happened, my wife fell asleep with him. So she fell asleep on the bed. She laid regularly and she put my son forming a T. And again, uh, she put a pillow on the other side of the bed. Like I said, again, it was, it's impossible for him to roll over or go over the pillow. So she wakes up because she hears my son crying. And then she yells for my name. Hey, can you come here? But in her voice, I could hear she was scared. She was, there was something going on. 
So I ran to the room and I find my son on the floor and the pillow that she had put on, on the side of the bed, it was about five to six feet off the bed. And I asked her, like, what happened? Why is the pillow over there? She said she didn't know. She doesn't know how it got there and how my son ended up in the floor. Um, again, no scenarios. I try to think of a logical explanation. I can't. Um, I every time we talk about this, um, my grand my grandpa he passed away about the same time my son was born. And he was gonna come. He was gonna come over to, from Mexico to see my um, to meet my grandson, but he died, and his luggage was already ready. You know, we think it it was him. Not you know that was messing with them, but whatever it is or it was, it was it was harming my son. So not too long after, we ended up moving out of the house. But till this day, my my younger brother sleeps in that room, and he still hears those footsteps uh, going to his room. Anyways, we have I have a lot more stories in that from that house. Um, I'll give you guys another call uh, some other day. Thank you guys. Have a good day. Well, what the thing, what the thing is, um, there's a, well, like you know how you fall asleep and you can like toss and turn. Yeah. Well, people can do that, and sometimes they don't even realize that they're doing that when they're asleep. Okay. Because they're unconscious when they're asleep. Sure. So. You could easily just have, like, knocked the pillow down and then the baby accidentally rolled off the bed. Well, the, the baby, though, wasn't likely just laying on the bed without any sort of restriction or anything like that. He wouldn't have put the baby in a position like that to be just on the bed without moving or with the ability to move. So, uh, and I, so I get what he's saying. is like, I couldn't find any logical way where I would have consciously done this. Um, or, you know, or unconsciously because you wouldn't fall asleep with your child in that sort of a position where there could be a risk of them being harmed. But I get what you're saying. Had the baby been in that position or something like that and an unconscious thing was done, sure, but I don't think he did that uh, where it would have been that possibility. But I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, a as a parent, it's just like you are, at least most of us are, super crazy protective and it's like you know there's you know if there's a bee coming near you i'm gonna be jumping up out of the chair trying to get away especially if you're a baby um you know you're 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 just everything that you can do it's like you're a bodyguard for that person until they're able to start kind of being able to protect themselves a little bit more than slowly as you grow they'll always you'll always be the bodyguard of your child but you'll also know they can fend off a bee or this or that or something like that. You'd still be the one that would jump in front of the moving train to push your kid out of the way, even if they're 30 and you're uh, 80. Um, but that is just kind of how it is when you're a parent. Um, but everything that went on in that house, it certainly sounds like there was a lot of activity that still lingers on to this day and, and probably really always will. They'll probably pass out of that house, not die, but they'll, they'll move on to something else. And whoever ends up getting into that property will likely have their own set of stories, too. Yeah. Thank you for uh, for sharing that with us. 855-853-4802, uh, our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to another caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Bruce. This is Ashley from Nashville, Tennessee. And I was just listening to your episode on 
January 18th, I believe today is, 2021, and there was a, a story about Charles, I believe, the bird, who unfortunately passed away, and that reminded me of my own little story that I have that took place over this past weekend, actually. So to start this off, about a couple months ago, my daughters and my husband and I were playing um, hide-and-go-seek on our property. We had about an acre of land. Um, our house takes up a little bit of it, and then the rest of it is the play and all that sort of fun stuff. And so we were playing hide-and-go-seek, and my daughter, my oldest, she's eight, decided to hide at the back of the house. And we really don't go towards the back of the house. It's where the church meets our land. So we just kind of stay back away from that and um, just play out in front of the house normally. So in our game of hide-and-go-seek, I said, Abigail, it's time to come out. I can't find you. And she didn't come out. And so I called it again, Abigail, come out, you know, and she never came out. We have a creek in our back of our yard, and so my thought was, she fell into the creek and like washed away like I'm thinking the worst so my husband my youngest daughter and I were looking all over the land for our daughter and I noticed we have a couple of red cardinals that come onto our land and fly away come back and fly away well there's one red cardinal sitting on a tree in front of our garage which is right in front of the back of the house the, the cardinal was sitting on the limb. It would peek its head around the garage so it can see behind the house. And then the red cardinal will look back at me. And so it, after I looked at the red, partner, red cardinal, sorry, we met eyes and the cardinal looked behind the house again. So it looked behind the house, looked back at me. We locked eyes. It looked back behind the house again. And then it turned its head and looked back at me. And suddenly my daughter comes out from behind the house and I'm like, oh gosh, we've been looking all over the place. So that was the first thing. I really didn't think too much of it. And then this past weekend, this happened twice on two separate occasions. I was in the other half of the house, just doing laundry, cleaning, whatever. And my daughters were supposed to be in the living room cleaning but they were playing but anyway regardless they were in the living room and the living room is right in front of our front porch there's a fence on the front porch and any bird can come and sit on this porch and look into the house well my daughters are playing in the living room and I'm by the somewhere in the house sitting and I happened to come by and notice that there was a red cardinal sitting on the fence looking in and the moment the cardinal saw that we locked eyes and saw that I was there, like I happened to come into view, um, it flew away. And so another occasion, the same weekend, it happened again. Girls in the living room playing. I'm in the other part of the house cleaning or whatever. And I happened to come into view to check in on the girls. And there was the red cardinal again sitting on the fence watching my girls and the moment we locked eyes it flew away so there's just been this one red cardinal just be bopping around my property keeping an eye on my girls and i did hear that um red cardinals they can be past loved ones 
watching over. And so um, when your listener said that you guys love animal stories, I'm like, oh, I must share this. I hope you enjoy my red cardinal story who likes to babysit my daughter. It sounds like the cardinal with the hide and seek part with it like looking behind the house and then mm-hmm. looking at the mom. It sounds like the cardinal was trying to tell the mom something. It does. And it makes you wonder, you know, how how accurate is that? How true is that? It, it, it you know, there's a lot of times where the birds... I like birds. Birds are are something that I find peace in. Um, my, my grandpa was really big into birds. Uh, in fact, I have his bird book right there. See where it says bird on it? Right there. Yep. Yep. I gave that to him for Christmas when I was like 10. Um, and after he passed, I got it back. <laughs> and... Um, and I always knew he loved birds and he'd, he'd always go to the library and he was so much into birds. Like there was books in the library, in the basement cellar areas that they would let him check out that no one else could check out. It was, it was really kind of neat. Um, but I, so I've always associated in my hometown Cardinals was our, our, like our bird of choice, if you will, it was the home team of, we had one high school in my town and Cardinals was the bird, um, and, and all that. So it was kind of something special to me growing up. And, uh, here we have a gazillion Cardinals. Yes. They're, they're everywhere. And, and up there you see them kind of here and there, but around here, I see them more frequently than I see like Robins and other kind of more common birds. And the other day it was a more stressful day. I, I literally, I walked out of the studio and right behind the studio is, is our barn and the pasture and kind of our little horse area. And, uh, on all of there's like fencing in the horse area. And in that area, I had never seen so many Cardinals in my life at one time. I tried to count them as quickly as I could in the few seconds that I saw them before they flew off as I opened the door there had to be at least like 14 red cardinals. Now I see the females all the time too. And I see the red ones all the time, but I kind of see them like in ones and twos and threes. Maybe there had to be like 14 red cardinals all hanging out right out there over by where the horses are. And they saw me and they just all kind of took off. And I was just like, Oh my God, I've never seen like a flock of cardinals together. And I, I have always whether you want to call it superstition or whatever the hell it is. But I, ever since I've always viewed my grandpa as really kind of a, a very kind, wise person for guidance. And ever since he's passed, whenever I see a Cardinal, I kind of think of him. And sometimes I actually say to the birds, hi grandpa. Cause I'm, I, you know, it's kind of one of those things. And I saw all them like, Oh my God. And I don't know if I just kind of needed that at that moment in time or what, but it was just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like there's a lot of things looking at me right now. It was a sign or whatever it was, but uh, it, it's something kind of special with the Cardinals. There's this Cardinal, um, you know, our parking lot where we park our cars. That, um, that's called a driveway. honey. Yeah, a driveway is what I mean. <laughs> we don't have a parking lot. <laughs> a driveway. Yeah. Um, but. It's like every day I see this little red cardinal come up and sit on your side window. And poops. Because <laughs> there's poop all down the side of my truck. <laughs> it just 
there and and yeah, it poops, but yep. it will come there every day and just sit there and I can see it from my window. It's like that's nice. So you look out your window and you see the cardinal every day there? Yeah. I was wondering what bird is doing that. It's a cardinal, it's a red cardinal. And so he just likes to sit there and you look out your window and you see him. Yeah. I see that same one a lot too when I walk out to the front pasture. Um, there's usually one cardinal that's flying around somewhere because he was sitting on something right there and he sees me and he kind of flutters away. It's probably the same guy. But he'll always come back. He like, does. After you go into the house, he will come back and sit on your side mirror. mirror. Yeah, it's his spot. Yeah. And and I know exactly what... This is the first time I'm hearing this from Harper on the air. And I know she's not making that up or anything because I have noticed in the last handful of weeks, um, <laughs> I'm going to try to sound gross, but a, a lot of bird poop <laughs> right there, right below my, my wind. You know, if you ever have that underneath your mirror, it's like, oh, a bird's been sitting here and there's this an enormous amount of it lately on both mirrors of my truck right below on the side of the door. And it's him. So he just hangs out there for hours. Yeah, like every day, all day. I wouldn't be surprised if he even sleeps there. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. He's a nice little bird. He I does. Think, I think we own him. I think I, I've said hi to Grandpa a few times to that one. Uh, more than a few times, honestly. That's the one I, I see most frequently on a regular basis is the guy that's normally up there. Makes you think. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Hope you guys like the program. If you like it and you want to keep us on the air, we greatly appreciate your support. You are what fuels our show. Without you guys, we wouldn't exist. Sign up to get all the bonus episodes, all the advanced episodes, all commercial free. It's all there at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. You literally get access to the largest audio archive of ghost stories in human history. I'm not exaggerating. It's true ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories you get it all for only five dollars a month and you help keep us on the air until next time for harper i'm tony bruski thanks for listening to real ghost stories online it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.